Welcome to Insignium Bits, conversations about breakthrough, innovation, and transformation. Hi everyone, my name is Catherine Lecouet-Calvez and I'm a partner at Insignium in Paris. Today, I have the pleasure to converse with Miriam Cohen-Velgrin, the president of L'Oréal Active Cosmetics Division. Miriam is an extraordinary leader with an international career as an executive in FMCG companies such as Mars, Danone, PepsiCo, Procter & Gamble. I'm excited to get some insights into what makes her such a great human being, leader and woman. So Miriam, can you tell us what were some defining moments in your career? Yes, I can see two uh, important defining moments in my career. The first one was when I was, um, uh, let's say, a middle manager, and I had a, I had a kind of, you know, the traditional yearly evaluation, and um, I was told that that was great, I was going to be promoted, but there was one thing I needed to do was to kind of change my glasses. I was at the beginning pretty surprised and then I was told my glasses, which I have to describe them, they are red, they are a bit creative. My glasses um, was not helping my cre- credibility. That's what I was uh, said at the time. And that was a, a defining moment because I didn't change my glasses, I changed the company. I changed the company because I realized that these glasses, I never had thought about them before being asked to change them. Well, they were defining who I was, passionate, creative, um, looking at things differently. And, and this is who I am. And I think it's a defining moment because I, I believe this is a very important learning that I took out of this, which is that you, you, you cannot change the environment you work with. You need to choose an environment that fits with who you are and that can help you thrive uh, building on your strengths. So that was a very, very important defining moment where I understood that uh, bringing yourself at work is critical uh, for the performance you can deliver. And that that has a consequence, which is you need to choose the environment that uh, suits you, which I did afterwards. Then another uh, very important uh, defining moment was when I was working on uh, an environment in, uh, and, and that was not my core uh, area of expertise. I had been asked to go there to kind of do a transformation where, they, where we needed uh, uh, sound business expertise. And at that time, uh, I, I, uh, I was asked to do a big transformation and uh, I was asked to deliver on a totally crazy objective. Uh, I didn't call it an objective, it was a dream. It was so far away from what was considered to be feasible. And I I spent six months trying to change that target because I thought I couldn't lead people to failure. And that's how I had been brought up, which is you you shoot for realistic target that you can deliver. And this is what I considered what it is to drive people to success. And one day, uh, my boss at the time came and told me, well, now I'm fed up of hearing all the good reasons why this is not possible. And actually, I announced it externally. You can see the press release. So now you're going to start working on what counts, how you do it, not why you can't do it. And that was was a (laughs) crazy moment where I understood that when you deal with transformation, you need to go out of what your your comfort zone and you need to jump in the unknown and trust that you will uh, be able to invent 
the what is missing to uh, to invent the future, basically. And this is leadership. That was the the best lesson of leadership that I learned, which is uh, that uh, you 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 shoot for the vision. In the vision, you 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 have transformation, and there are areas where you don't know. You don't even know what you don't know. And if you do know, it means it's not a transformation. It means business as usual. So that was a very, very interesting lesson and a, a defining moment for me. And along that journey, Miriam, did you have any dilemmas, tensions or paradoxes that you had to reconcile for yourself? Well, a lot of dilemmas. The first dilemma was building on what I was saying. The dilemma was how you shoot for ambitious uh, target while still uh, Uh, driving uh, objectives that uh, allow people to succeed. That's a, that's, a, that's a very important tension. You also have uh, the dilemma of the long term and the short term. How do you manage, how do you create room for maneuver in the short term to allow you to still work on the long term? And that's, that's um, a dilemma that is the dilemma of the century. How are we going to be able to, uh, to uh, transform ourselves, to meet the sustainability uh, requirement while, uh, while, uh, while still dev delivering the, the business of today? Because the business of today, it means jobs for the people. Uh, so it's also very important. Huh? So the, the tension on the long term and short term is a very, very big uh, tension uh, for for business management. Any other paradoxes or anything in your own personal career? Yeah, so uh, then I had obviously uh, the, the, the personal and professional tension. That is also a very, very important tension. And it's a tension that is becoming even more important now that uh, uh, post-COVID, we have kind of rechallenged a bit the role that the work has in our life. Um, and that's a tension that, um, that has been uh, very important for me. I have three daughters and a husband, and I've never, uh, it's, it's been, it's, it's very important in my life. And I had to, Many times I had to say no to jobs abroad that would have been killing jobs just because I, it was not uh, possible uh, in my uh, personal life with uh, with my uh, with my family, which I've always uh, prioritized. Uh, and here maybe uh, what I've learned on that is that um, it's very important to share the load. Mm. Share the load, meaning uh, finding an environment that is helpful and that allows to uh, to uh, to help. Uh, it's very, very true for women, but it's also more and more true for men. And it starts with the person that uh, shares your life. Uh, I have a husband that is uh, wonderful and that has uh, not only helped me, has shared with me the load. Uh, mm. And uh, but it's not when it's it's my husband, but it's my uh, my environment, the, the the friends, the organization to support the the family life, uh, to allow uh, to manage the, the the tension between professional life and and personal life. I think it's a very difficult uh, subject, and I'm I'm quite happy with the way I've managed it because I have sacrificed nothing. Mm. Uh, I've kind of also managed sequences. 
um, which is also a way of being able to manage the, the, the three elements, which is the family life, the professional life, and the personal life. Right. What makes you uh, thrive? What what uh, nourishes you? Uh, I also uh, I have a passion. I write uh, I write books, and and that was also very important for me. And I find ways in my career to be able to do that, taking uh, six months off uh, uh, several times between jobs to allow me to kind of nourish the three pillars that uh, allowed me to be standing in front of you saying so far it's not been easy all the time there has been ups and downs but I'm quite uh, happy with how I managed this tension and if you had to if you could travel back in time Miriam is there anything that you would do differently given what you know now so you know with all the, the decisions and choices that you made anything that you would do differently I think in the middle of my career, I accepted, I was offered a job that had nothing to do with my job, was managed the transformation, the environmental transformation of a group. And uh, it was taking a big risk. I called several people to tell me, uh, I called them to say, give me an advice, should I take it? I have a quite a um, safe past that's going very well. I, am I, should I do it? Almost all the people I called told me, you should not. <laughs> in the end, I did it, and it has totally transformed me personally. And and so it shows I'm not risk adverse, and I'm ready to take risk. But maybe I should have done that before. Uh, you know, this being exposed to very different ways of looking at uh, at the world is um, yeah is. Uh, it's about it's a bit like if you go from 2d to 3d it makes you uh it, it deepens your understanding uh and it's it's game changer uh so in a in a career i think it's very important to uh, also uh take those bets that even if you fell in the bet what i at the time called the risk that i was frightened uh, about was actually anyway if you fell you learn and if you learn you become uh, more valuable you become uh, more bankable and makes those bets early in your career very nice uh, yeah yeah I, it, yeah I took it quite late in my career All right and so i know on your on one of your main drivers miriam is inspiration and you know the current Times definitely call for inspiration. So where do you drive your inspiration from these days? What's, what are your sources of inspiration? Um, that might sound strange, but for me, literature is my inspiration. Uh, and I'm sure we could even write a business book based on the saying coming from authors and writers, because basically you are diving into different universes, understanding the world in very different ways. And that gives me a lot of ideas that makes me forget about the business that fuels me. And yeah, that would be this. My inspiration is in books. Well, at the moment, Dostoevsky is, um, is one that we should all uh, read or reread, right? To understand, uh, to understand what's going on. So, Miriam, thank you so much. Thank you very much for uh, sharing all these gems with us. I'm sure this will be very inspiring for our uh, auditors. Thank you. You're welcome. Over 30 years ago, Insignium pioneered the field of organizational transformation. Please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice.